3: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Okay, are you a professional wrestler and do you have dreams of making it? Because if so... 2022 is probably going to be your year. Because Vince McMahon is gone. He out of wrestling. C and Punk became the AEW World Champion, which nobody would have guessed a year ago. <laughs> now, Mance Warner is appearing <laughs> in a big wrestling company. So if all those things can happen, of course you can live your dreams too. I look forward to seeing you on television. Also, hello, my name is Simon from what Culture. Thank you for joining in as always. And we have just had an episode of AEW Rampage. Let's take the finger of power and get the good bits and up, the bad bits are down. So that is right. Our very first match on Rampage was John Moxley versus Mads Warner, I think for the AEW interim title. And Warner even had a video here which introduced him to the crowd, if you didn't know who he was, which was very smart. And at one point he even said, man, I ain't even worried about having a good time. Now I really do like that visual because it means by proxy, there's somebody else out there freaking out, going, oh no, I'm not going to enjoy myself. And as you probably could have predicted, if you are familiar with these two guys, they kicked the absolute ship out of each other. I mean, they barely got in the ring. They were just brawling on the outside. I mean, pretty early on, man's crotch, John Moxley on top of Barry Barricade so his penis was done and he clotheslined him off of it and I don't care who you are, that is gonna hurt they then chopped each other and because Mox thought nothing else was working, he went wrestling and he went after Mance Warner's knee, like he booted it, he gave him the figure four, and do you know at Warner reverted this booped poked him right in the eye that'll do it. Then back on the outside so I was just laughing because this was just a war and things got really crazy here as we were using Barry Barricade again we were using the Simba the steel steps and people were being suplexed onto chairs. The referee just watched this and go you know what I don't care do whatever you want and I was like hell yeah why not. John then tried to pile drive a Warner on the steel steps but instead he got DDT'd so Marx was getting loads of offense here and of course this leads to the debate of the day of people going I can not oh, really, So Mark Warner got all this offense in on champion John Moxley. Let's just take wrestling as if it were real sports. I love football, right, or soccer, for my American friends. And one of the coolest things in it is sometimes you get a team who are not even in an official league taking on people at the tippy top of the tree and the rookies, I suppose, or whatever you call them, win. They somehow get a surprise, you're like, oh my gosh, I never saw that coming because anything can happen in sports. So you have to take that feeling and you have to replicate it in professional wrestling. That's why this was good. Moxley was then bleeding again. It's getting ridiculous now because it is every single match, although this kind of looked like it was hard way blood and he'd just been smacked the wrong way, which then happened again because Warner had a chair and John took his hand and he punched him through it. And of course he fell to the floor going, oh my hand. What was he expecting? I mean, this was so brutal, it was quite clearly a way for AEW to try and spark Rampage ratings, and that does make sense. And it ended absolutely disgustingly, because Moxie just beat the crap out of Warner, and then he got him in that bulldog sleeper choke kind of a thing. But he did it in a way where it actually looked like he was trying to throttle him because he wanted him to die. Mance then passed out, so Moxley threw him on the floor. I was like, man, that was some dark, dark stuff. But I'm a dark, dark guy. I like this. Amazingly, then the factory offered Ricky Starks a position in their group. This happened when Ricky was doing an interview and interestingly Aaron Solo was all like you remember our history Starks, you must join with us and you should go google that because it is kind of fascinating. When Starks was like no I'm not interested and he walked off, what I really liked here is Anthony Agogo kind of seemed to take the spotlight as if maybe we're going to do Ricky Sparks versus Go. and I tell you this, we should get Anthony back on AEW TV, I have been watching some of his recent work, he is getting really really good. Also, so he's flying the British flag, which, you know, is always cool for a British person like me. We shall wait and see. And then I think someone in the back realised, oh no, Takeshda hasn't got many wins we should probably change that right now. And this cracked me right up because it was so transparent, but it was also the correct thing to do. I mean, later on at Battle of the Belts, we are getting Claudio versus Dakeshda for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And you have to make people think, well, maybe, just maybe, Takeshita can win. Now, he's not. He's going to lose, but you don't want him to be defeated two nights in a row. So he came out. He took on Ryan Neffiths. And he beat him in a minute. That didn't matter, though, because as it turns out, Takeshita doesn't need all that long to look absolutely great. Because he flew around the ring here. He won with the running knee. Then Peter Avalon, who had come out with Nemeth, he got smashed with the knee as well. And everybody cheered this man. Because, yeah, Takeshita has something. And down the line, we should probably give him a big push. Up. I then looked out into the sea of people and I saw a sign that said, Simon, give me an up. So, of course, you get an up. Genuinely, I want to take these few seconds to say thank you for always making my day with these things.
3: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, hel pcom whatculture.
2: I'll never be able to get over it. And I love you. Up. We then also got it confirmed that the best friends are going to be entering the trio's title championship tournament. And i tell you why I'm excited about this. Because Dan Housen then walked up and was like, wait, maybe I can be in it as well. But of course, that would be four. I really hope we turn this into nonsense. The craziness then kept on coming because Madison Rain was making her AEW debut. And I do believe she's also been hired in a behind the scenes role where she's going to help the women's division. That's pretty good. She was taking on Layla Gray with Stokely Hathaway in her corner. And honestly, Stokely has to be one of the best managers out there because of course he was casting distraction at one point, as all managers do, but he did it by going up Sid with the steel steps, stomping on them and just going, ah, <laughs> and if you were going to do that in any walk of life, people will stare at you like, what are you doing? You absolute goober. And Madison Ray did do this and then Layla Gray punched
1: a right in the face. It didn't
2: work because Rain then hit this Northern Lights suplex for a near fall, and then Gray was doing the same with a big slam and his one-two kick out. And look, yes, it's only fair to say that there was some communication issues here not everything was as solid as you would expect but you know what they did they took a moment they started punching each other in the face and then they got back to it so in many ways this makes them even better professional wrestlers because no matter what you do every now and then you're going to veer off track but if you can get back onto the road smashed it. Ray then also went for this sit out face buster but Madison got out of that. She hit a lariat and then she hit what I believe was called the cross reins in order to get the win. And if you're wondering, yes, that is just the crossroads. If you have a move and it has cross in it, you just do this. Jay Cargill walked out instantly and said to Madison Rain, oh I've got an open challenge on Wednesday and I think you should do it. And while this was just yet more distracting because Kira Hogan rang in the wing, <laughs> Madison Rain just grabbed her. She got Cross Reign too. Cargill kind of rolled her eyes about all of that. And we are going to get it on Dynamite. And look, I want to give the match an up. Especially because it was so cool to see Madison Rain doing her thing in All Elite Wrestling. But I am officially confused about what the story between Jade Cargill, Stokely Hathaway and Layla Gray is. Because we were teasing for ages that they were going to fall out. And then I know they kind of got on the same page. But now it feels like it's been dropped I think that's a little disappointing. I I honestly thought there was going to be some kind of grand plan here with a massive reveal. And I suppose that could still happen. But now it feels like we're past the point. That's got to get it out. We then finally got it confirmed as well that next week we are going to be doing the Lucha Brothers versus Rush and Andrade. And AEW has been trying to make this match for ages when we got to our main event. And I did this because it was Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defending their AEW Tag Team Championships. This was also a street fight, so once again, you could just hear somebody go, you should watch Rampage, with making it more important. And of course, they were taking on Tony Nese and Josh Woods, who had jumped them a couple of weeks ago. This obviously meant weapons and no disqualifications, so a chair was involved in around about 2.8 seconds, but Tony Nese had a very different way of approaching this, Because he got protein powder, and he was throwing it into people's faces. Now, you may be like, well, that doesn't sound that bad. It's just protein powder. But what you're forgetting is that even if it misses your eyes, some of it's going to go in your mouth, and it's going to be all clumpy. And I tell you, I've done this before. There is nothing worse than disgusting, clumpy protein mouth. Strickland was then whipped into Simba the Steel Steps, when all of a sudden, a toolbox was trying to be used as a weapon. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then there was suplexes into these stairs as well. you <laughs> You could just feel it. If you have been worried that AEW isn't focusing on Rampage as much, that's well, definitely about to change. During the ad break two a couple of tables were set up and I wonder why. And this is when Keith Lee was using his opponents as human projectiles to throw them into the other person. Now, never forget how nuts this is. Imagine you had three friends and you took one and just went, it's not going to happen. This is when Mark Sterling tried to get involved and he hit Keith Lee with a chair and Lee was totally allowed to... For no sell this. And it always works. Because in around about eight seconds, I was like, oh my gosh, he's the coolest guy ever. And this is why we must always do it. What it did do, though, is it took his eyes off the game. So when he turned around, Neeson Woods gave him a DDT <laughs> into a steel chair, which is when Swerve Strickland came off the ropes with a 450... Then he broke it up. From here, you just started chanting, use the table, use the table, use the table, because we are wrestling fans and we have many problems. And that did happen when Mark Sterling was gonna jump off the top rope. Keith Lee caught him and pushed him through the wood. I don't wanna talk about that one, because the only one I want to talk about is when a couple of dudes were on the apron. Because we had Josh and Keith, and it was Woods who was pretending he was going to give Keith Lee a German suplex from the apron to the tables behind him. And I was like, well, there's no way they're going to do that. And he wasn't able to do it. When Tony Niece ran in, he super kicked Keith Lee, which was enough for both of them to go backwards. And they did crash through. And I'm sorry, Keith Lee landed right on Josh Woods' face. I thought I died. I thought they died. It didn't mean they were out of it, so and Strickland got into it, and Tom took this ridiculous back body drop onto a bunch of chairs. He then got swerved, stopped, one, two, three. They are still your tag team champions. And if we are going to do FTR versus swerve at your glory at All Out, then man, we are all totally screwed that is going to be brilliant this was too up which brings us to the end of another episode of rampage and look i get messages all the time going song it's just not must see tv it's not must see tv i think that is true to a certain point but it's still fun it's still entertaining it's only 60 minutes it flies by and i've never been disappointed by it like i say especially now it feels like we are going to inject some of this importance back into it so let us wait and see getting it up. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of Rampage. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Hello to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Come follow us on social media. and That's right. And we have other videos, one of which is Smackdown Up and Downs. Please watch them. I spend a lot of time on Saturday watching wrestling and reviewing wrestling. Without you, it's nothing. Thank you. My name is Simon from WhatCulture. Thank you for joining me as always. I will see you next week.
1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still
3: deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus.